Hey guys, it's me, Will Gadara. <laughs> hey, we're here with episode seven. And yes, I'm in the same room. And yes, I'm wearing the same shirt. I'm a creature of habit. But this is a special holiday edition. We did just celebrate Memorial Day. There's a bunch of stuff I want to I just want to say about that because okay, well, A, yes, I ate cheeseburgers and I drank American beer as I tried to recreate what that day felt like before all of this started happening. Um but I also got a little introspective because, listen, holidays are generally about getting together with friends and family, sharing community, exchanging laughs and food and drinks, being together. But in this time of social distancing, they obviously don't feel the same. And so probably for the first time in a very long time, I actually paused to think not about the fact that holiday gave me an opportunity to spend time with others, but to think about what the holiday was really about. A Memorial Day, it, it's a powerful one. That is the day that we are giving thanks for all of the people that have sacrificed their lives for our freedom, that have given everything for their country. And I found myself feeling so appreciative of that. But I also found myself giving thanks for something else, something I've never actually paused to reflect on on Memorial Day. And that's my dad. My dad was a lieutenant in Vietnam. He served two tours. And this Memorial Day, for the first time, I paused and felt so unbelievably appreciative that he came home. And you know, I'm not surprised that I thought about that this year for the first time, because it goes along with something I've been finding in myself and so many of the people I'm close with more and more. And it's this rebirth of appreciation that during this time, when so much has been taken away from us, so many things that we're used to doing, we're no longer able to do. There's fear, there's anxiety, all of these things. So that the people that we have in our lives, the things we have left, the things we are able to do are things that we appreciate now more than ever. It's been one of the things that we've tried to celebrate on this show are in this moment of crisis, we've tried to lend inspiration and perspective and given people a reason to smile. But we've also done this such that we all have the collective capacity to look for the silver linings. And one of the silver linings, above all, is having the capacity to appreciate things that we once took for granted. But another one is our pursuit of community. I mean, my experience over the last couple of months, it's been extraordinary whether through the Independent Restaurant Coalition or through this, I've seen our restaurant community come together and be closer than we ever have been before. And it's something I just want to acknowledge. I'm very close with the family that runs Canlis Restaurant in Seattle, and many people know Mark and Brian Canlis, the brothers that actually run the restaurant, but the oldest brother is named Matt, and he presides over a church. He's the pastor there. And he shared with us on a call a prayer that he heard an elderly woman give not too long ago. She said, I pray that the things we are being forced to do now are things we choose to do in the future. And so today, I guess I'm just pausing and reflecting on that and thinking about the closeness of our community, how we are closer than we've ever been before. And just hoping that when we get to the other side of this, which we will, we are the most resilient industry on earth. That we don't lose touch with how good it felt to feel so close to one another during this time.
I'll tell you what, in putting this show together, we've reached out to a lot of people to get involved, to share stories or ideas or lessons to help inspire, make us laugh, put us in a good mood, give perspective, all of those things. And every time we have, the answer has always been yes. And today is no exception. I feel so grateful for that. So let's kick it off because we have some really, really good stuff. We have a restaurateur in Houston who, have, who has reopened two of her restaurants, and she took time to share some of the tips that she's learned such that those of us who are about to open have an easier time doing it. We have Katie Button and her team with a new segment of I Can't Wait reminding us all the things we have to look forward to. And we have a special guest as we brought back a segment by popular demand, Celebrity Quarantine. And it's a good one. So anyway, you can see, feel a little sappy today, but I'm just full of appreciation. And I appreciate all of you. Welcome back to Weekly Specials. It's the Weekly Specials. Weekly Specials. Good news coming at you. Okay. To kick things off, we turn our eyes to Texas, specifically Houston, where restaurants across the city have begun to open up their dining rooms and welcome in guests. It's an amazing thing to even say, welcome in guests. I mean, it's been a while since that's been a concept. So we wanted to hear firsthand how it was going down there. To that end, I'm happy to introduce our new field correspondent, Tracy Vaught of H-Town Restaurant Group, to get her take. Now, Tracy has operated restaurants in Houston for more than 30 years, running five restaurants with her husband, Hugo Ortega, and she's seen some challenges before, but she's never dreamed on taking on one like this. Tracy just opened a couple of her own dining rooms earlier this month, and here she is to offer up some of her tips to others getting ready to do the same. Take it away, Tracy. Thanks, Will. My name is Tracy Vaught. I'm the president of H-Town Restaurant Group here in Houston, Texas. We have Backstreet Cafe, Hugo's, Caracol, and Sochi. And two of our restaurants are open and two remain closed. So I wanted to give y'all some tips about reopening that would have been helpful to me. Um, One is that I would reduce and simplify your menu, your wine list, and your drink list. Put it in black and white on eight and a half by 11 paper. It'll be disposable, and that's what you want. That's safer. Uh, We also added a few new menu items just to make it interesting when customers came back. Um, pay attention to uh, delivery and to-go when you open, reopen your restaurant because that has been what we've been living on up until the time that we reopen. So we want to keep that going strong and we don't want to drop the ball on that. That, that was something that we, we struggled a little bit with. So now we have a manager that's over to-go and delivery and we have a manager that's over sanitation and a manager that's over the the um, service to the guests. So those are some things that I would do. Uh, Make sure to address your floor plan and your reservation system because you're going to be opening at a uh, 25 or 50 percent capacity. Uh, Outside usually it's six foot spacing. Uh, So I would address that. 
also write a COVID-19 plan. Make sure that you have one for guests when they come in, tell them what you're doing, and also one for employees. You'll be taking their temperature when they arrive. You'll be asking them the questionnaire. Also, um, the sanitation team, make sure that you've got you know, sanitation stations throughout the restaurant and that your employees understand what to do with masks and gloves and what's, what's going on uh, for that. And then um, get the word out. You're going to really need to, to, that's super important. Make sure Facebook, make sure Instagram, your email campaign, um, your your website is so important. You're, maybe you'll be changing that even on a daily basis. And then just get out and cook it. Old school. Go through the neighborhood with your new menu and tell everybody what you're doing. Best of luck on your reopening. Back to you, Will. Thank you so much. That was amazing. And I can only imagine how busy you are. So we appreciate you taking the time. Truly. Now, we're going to Katie Button and her team for another segment of I Can't Wait, where we talk about all the things that perhaps we once took for granted and talk about how much we cannot wait to do them again. Katie, take it away. I can't wait, can't wait to do it again. I can't wait, can't wait to do it again. I can't wait, can't wait to do it again. I can't wait to do it again. Whoop! I'm Katie Button with Curate and Button and Company Bagels in Asheville, North Carolina. And I have spent my entire life thinking that I am an introvert. Somebody who would rather be in a corner with a comfy pillow and a book than around people at pretty much any moment of my life. But I have learned that I desperately need people. I can't wait to get my restaurants back up and running, see them lively and vibrant with guests and staff and everybody kind of doing that nightly, daily dance that they do together. I also can't wait to get this guy, our charcoal grill, fired back up. I can't wait to get back to work for the ticket printer to go down during service. I can't wait to announce my location to everyone throughout the entire day. Behind you. I know I speak for everybody when I say I can't wait to whistle CCR for six straight hours while I get worked on saute. I can't wait for the togetherness and the community that Sunday brunch brings the employees uh, in that we dislike it so much. And that early morning dread where you're just asking why. I cannot wait for that. I can't wait to taste test some ice creams again and finally then try to see if I can fit my hair underneath the hat. I can't wait to get back to Curate and have the first guest say to me, I don't speak Spanish. Which one of these is the men's or women's bathroom? Either one, they're unisex. And now that you've heard from all of my staff, we miss them so dearly and really can't wait to see them again. I, I got nothing left. That's all we have for you this week. Happy Memorial Day to everyone. Thank you for giving me my weekly reason to shave. And we'll see you again next week here at Weekly Specials. It's the Weekly Specials. 
Thank you for tuning in and hope you'll join us again next week on Weekly Specials. The show is produced by the team at the Welcome Conference and our production partners at Resi. And thank you to our longtime partners at American Express and Sam Pellegrino for their unwavering support. During a time when we're not able to come together in person, their support allows us to connect with you here. Want to stay in touch or learn more? Visit us at welcomeconference.org or on Instagram at welcomeconference.